friendship the world. Anime and friendship. No, no, no. Anime and friendship the world. Anime and friendship. Anime and friendship. Tuesday, March 14th. <laughs> Fuck! I just remembered. What? I have been building up a gimmick for the fourth. No, it's our 14th episode. Never mind. Oh, not for Audience, Friday. when we get to the episode 14, there's going to be such a bit. Oh, my God. This is episode 13, I think? Yes. Kaylin's going to be here for our 14th bit episode. Oh, man. You're going to love it. She's going to love it. We're all going to love it. We, I'm sure we will. Uh, so exciting. <laughs> the theme song's not even over yet. We are uh, oh, we're already... Oh, God. Oh, have we even gone to this part of the theme? Don't, don't pause it. There's some extra percussion. Okay, I'm done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's move on. Uh, yeah. W- welcome, everybody. Welcome, listeners. <laughs> uh, what are we doing here? Oh, well, Cody. This is Anime and Friendship Hour. Anime the, and Friendship Hour? Yes, the podcast where we watch an anime and we talk about it and we grow as friends. And now I'm Courtney. Courtney and I who? like anime. And I'm Cody. And it's all right. Yeah, but you like me, so I you do. watch it. I yeah. do. Except for last friends. week. After last week, we didn't watch anime. Oh, we did not. We are getting back on the anime train. I know. For our namesake. Uh, yeah, for our goddamn dignity. <laughs> So check in. It's check uh, in. Tuesday the 14th. Yes. As we previously established. Yes. Um, What's up with you? Cody, I want to throw this to you because I, I have some bigger news. Bigger news? Yeah, we'll see when we get there. But oh, crap. Yeah. Nothing, nothing in my life could be described as big news right oh, now. Oh, we have some big news. I uh, survived stand-up. Uh, oh, yeah. That was fun. When I've done five you... mics over th- two weeks now. Oh, you They've boy. gone okay. No. I'm right on track. I'm right, right on track. Right where my low expectations peg me. Slow quarterly growth. <laughs> uh, so, but that's exciting because that was terrifying and new. Um, so yeah, so I'm psyched and amped and uh, uh, ready to ready to uh, hear lonely, sad people uh, drunkenly tell me <laughs> how it's okay that my set's gonna about to go bad. <laughs> <laughs> you um, don't. You're not. I don't think you're gonna get as many. Old ass dudes kissing your hand, but oh, that was gross. Oh uh, yeah, I I don't know whether I was proud or or uh, saddened that you let that. <laughs> I yo, this is the Tuesday after I had I had such a set at Keys. Oh boy, <laughs> if you've been to Keys, you get it. You get it. This is called insider information. San Jose Improv or no, I'm not improv. I'm so used we to saying stand- improv. I know we're, we're little improv babies in this big stand-up world. Scary, scary, dark stand-up. I world. know our little babies. Yeah, I know. Well, anyway, that's me. My big news, Cody. Big news time. So we are on episode thirteen of this podcast. I I established that earlier. I oh, hope it's unlucky! True. It's not unlucky. My birthday's on the thirteenth. Come on. Oh, that would explain a lot. That was hugely insulting to me and my <laughs> family and everything about me. I mean, if you, well, your parents should have planned their sex better. I'm sorry. <laughs> I probably don't disagree with that. <laughs> um, so we're chugging along on this little podcast of ours, and I'm thinking Cody. Baker's doesn't. I know. How are we going to step up our game? How are we going to really infiltrate the culture? Um, we're going to buy a sound box so that we don't have an echo effect. Okay, we've done that. Didn't, well, it didn't work last week, but that's okay. 
How how are we? What's what's planned? What's we on the? We uh, need to join in community. Uh, other podcasts joining in them and being united and saying here we all are and mostly just like promoing each other. That sounds great. So Cody, I looked up Bay Area Podcast Networks and oh you'll, my you you won't believe what I found. B A P N. Uh, yeah, doesn't exist. But oh, I'll tell you what shit. does exist. Let's start it. Uh uh uh, the Bay Area Entrepreneur Podcast Network. Oh, so it's the same network, but now we're entrepreneurs? Yes. Oh, so my God. So they have e-commerce radio. Get get that commerce on the e-internet. E- it's like uh, Planet Money. Um, event talk. There are so many events, Cody. Who's going to talk about it? I don't know. I don't know where they are. Uh, what's I'd like happening to know more. today? I need to know. It's Pi Day. There were oh, special fuck. cookies at work for me. What? Let's see if they event talk. Let's go to their page. <laughs> Best practices for restaurants on Instagram. Who would know? I know. Pie, restaurants, there you go. Um, (laughs) um, Speech coaching radio. We could both use this. We could both use a lot of that. On the radio, too. Six vital tips for a first-time MC. Oh, damn. We probably could use that. Fuck, yeah. Just keep going. This was a joke, but they got us. Um, Keep checking those boxes. Green Business Podcast. What Mm. do you have for us? It's not loading, so we're going to join. How green they are. Liquid IV disrupts hydration industry and seeks to eradicate dehydration globally. That is quite a lofty goal. <laughs> um, and my favorite MLM Power MLM Power Hour show. MLM. Men loving men. Power Hour. Is, I, it, is it a is it a classic Power Hour? Is it a, a shot of beer every minute? Oh, fuck yeah! Wow, that let's make that our sister program. I know. <laughs> I, I uh, So what's the news here? Are we signed up for this? Are we can this we? Is, Do, um, is there a credential period? Do we have to prove our uh I just entrepreneur? Let's okay, let's give some business tips right now. Oh, I see. We just need to tool this a little yeah. closer to what they're looking for. Yeah. Um uh so here's what I know. Uh okay. if you need to defrost your car's windshield, you can use the abs of your best friend. Oh, that's true. It's not really a business tip. I don't know why I thought of that first. <laughs> but it's green. It's clear in my mind. It is it, green, yeah. I think, depending on his um, diet. Uh, uh, um, <laughs> the Facebook posts of Kathy Gescolt tells me to don't be boring in your, your business. Yeah. Uh, your business presentations. Yo, what up, Kath? <laughs> that's more of a plug for her to join the network than it is for us. But... Yeah, she fucking killed this shit. <laughs> yeah, she Yo, could refer Kathy, us. She could refer this. us. Uh, um, we gotta try her mic too if she let us. It's in. not open yet. Right, I mean, it's n- next week. Friend of the show, Tony Zavala is on, I believe. Nice. Um, I don't know who else the fuck is on. That's all we need. Yeah. Um, they haven't been on our show. <laughs> uh, uh, um, me and Kathy used to be on Make Your Own Damn Sandwich together. That's an improv team. We were semi-finalists for the made-up theater cage match. Yeah, I think that's the first time I ever saw you was oh, drumming damn. at the improv at the improv. On, on Wait, M- we didn't M- we meet at Amy Shanks, future guest of the show? Uh, um, <laughs> Fingers M- fucking crossed there. <laughs> uh, I think the first time I saw her was hosting the Yeah, uh, but I thought we improv. met in her acting class. Was that after that? I don't know. There were other Mayos people in that class. No, 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 no. I think the improv at the improv was before that class. Oh, I'm I'm talking about when we met. Yeah, no, I didn't actually meet you when I saw you perform. I think I saw you perform there. And oh, then the class oh, that's happened. not an actual man. I'm gonna do a point. And I was like, "Here's that one from there." And I was, yeah, that's yeah. How I talk about people. Uh, <laughs> okay. Anyways, 
God, we really get up our own asses with this improv shit. So is this, is that your check-in or what's going on? Oh yeah, that was my check-in. <laughs> what, you want, you want me to talk about my actual life? <laughs> uh, my actual life is, I'm getting a haircut. Next Thursday, I'm getting a haircut. Pretty big deal. Oh my God, I my hair is, how long would you say this is right now? Hella long. Uh, hella long. I want I want ma- units of measure. Um, it's a meter. At, at least a foot for. <laughs> it's two feet. Two feet? That's well, are you are you measuring from the back of your head or from the I'm top? I'm just measuring like how long it goes from the top of my head to the bottom of it. It almost reaches your waist. Oh damn! Right? Yo, folks, I got long ass hair. This is. <laughs> Check the icon, guys. It's right there. Oh, the icon isn't true to life. No, I know. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm gonna get that uh Edward Furlong two, Terminator two hair. Oh nice. Not the crow hair. That's gross hair. <laughs> Not Arnold hair. Ooh, also gross hair. Boy. Um, anyways, so we've checked in. Check in established. So what are we doing this week? The big anime. Yo. Back to anime town we go. Hell yeah. What we talked about in our in our last duo record for like an inordinate inordinate amount of time, Cody? Uh children turning into wolves. Oh she's had me with children. It was children's card games. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. You let me blab on about uh eternal yeah, and hearthstone I and shit. Le- I enjoyed you blabbing oh, on. I know. This is where the friendship hour starts. Yeah. We're supportive of each other. <laughs> hey, Cody. We're too far away to actually make physical contact, but I can feel your energy, and I will return uh, this with my uh, appreciation for your love of uh, women's ice skating. (laughs) For some reason, those are the same uh, hobby to us in different contexts. Card games and ice skating? I don't know. It's inaccessible to most people. It's something you geek out about. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think most of the things I like are inaccessible. Slightly a sport? Yeah, sure. Yeah. uh, we did it. So again, card Gosh. game. So what is the anime card game du jour that we're doing? Has? Yu-Gi-Oh! Yu-Gi-Oh! Do, 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 <laughs> do, do, do. Uh, so Yu-Gi-Oh is fun. Uh, uh, you picked. Uh, we're not starting. We are starting at the pilot, but yes. we're gonna get, jump into an arc. Well, are we starting at the pilot? Because Cody. Because I didn't know what the fuck was going on. You're right. And like everything, I'm like I missed. Probably a movie. Yeah. Probably so a manga. The thing, let me explain Yu-Gi-Oh! a little bit, some context. So, it was created by uh, Takashi Kazuki in 1996. Uh, published in Shonen Jump, your premier Shonen manga. <laughs> uh, um, Let's come up a few times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shonen is big shot stuff. <laughs> Shonen Jump is big shot stuff. The big, big show. It's the big show. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, anyways... And, um, and so it was a manga, then it became, they made it an anime in 1998, uh, produced by Toei Animation, and that is, like, the first few chapters of the manga, and then they made Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Monsters, uh, another, um, production company, another studio, and that is where we're starting, and that is what was brought over to America, broadcasted on the Kids WB localized by four kids but if you go to crunchyroll and you go to season one episode one it's still that series yeah so were the it's lost a, it's episodes two different it's two different uh series oh but, so um, i had to click on something yeah totally so else. the thing with Yu-Gi-Oh, it is mostly associated with the card game right but this manga was originally um it was just based around games in general yeah um but then he brought up uh this made-up thing called 
Magic and Wizards, and it was actually based on Magic the Gathering. You don't say. <laughs> yeah. Um, but and that when the, those chapters when he had that were so popular right. and people wrote in so much that that became the focus of the series. And they were like, "Hey guys, we can make a million fucking yes. dollars and selling then cards." They made an anime, and Konami made an actual card game. Yeah. Oh, Konami made the card yeah. game. Yeah. Know that? Wow. Nintendo got in on that, and uh, Konami got in on that. Oh fuck yeah! Hasbro ended up buying Wizards. Uh, yeah, it's all big, big money now. Big money. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm assuming all the stuff. So we that missed, was big rigmarole. Yeah, the the the, so, the shit that um, is not explained is uh, he's wearing Yu-Gi-Oh. The titular character is oh, wearing. They explain uh, it in exposition. I, I missed uh, and, and, okay, all okay. of it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so the first, the 1998 series, the one that was by Toei Animation. That explains the 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 his puzzle. That explains his friendships and stuff. And is turning into yeah. a, an adult person. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then they get to Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Monsters, the um, other series. That is what was on for kids, and that is basically when they start the card games. Right, right. Um, oh, I hope that made sense to you, audience. I, uh, no, uh, I have I have a couple of questions context-wise. What? Okay, so he's got okay. a, a pyramid pendant. Oh, pyramid pendant. It goes down to like his dick <laughs> he right uses it dick. okay it's it's weirdly long okay yeah uh and he can use it to turn into a taller version of himself um so what's the period that is the millennium puzzle one of the many millennium items that are used but that were used by the egyptians to play shadow games games that could decide fate right uh, these games were like Crazy similar to to the Yu-Gi-Oh card game. Huh. Oh, that's so weird. And and so he's got a Shadow Realm presence, who's the tall. Um, version? yes, that's Yami Yugi. Yami means dark. Oh, okay, so is it is it part of him or is it another Let entity? Let me explain. <laughs> um, so that is the Pharaoh, and his soul was trapped inside the Millennium Puzzle. Ah, that's right. And so uh, when he, Yugi has to play a game, the pharaoh will uh, take over his body and he will like get get like two inches um, and his voice will deepen a little bit. Yeah. And also his shirt gets way tighter. Huh. Um, and he is and the pharaoh is like this guy, this uh, cool guy that's super great at playing games and can win anything. He still talks about himself as if he's Yugi though, right? Like yeah, he's, he does. he's like influenced by it's like not... they're um so when Yugi uh Yami Yugi is in control, it's like both their minds. It's like they're talking to each other. Uh, okay. And they're both like, I'm you like I feel like the Pharaoh basically goes, um I'm essentially Yugi. Oh, yeah. I know the deal here. He's a it's a symbiotic relationship. Yes. It's like uh uh when uh uh, uh, Tom Petty joined JoJo. Yeah, it's still JoJo. It's still, so, no. some some Tom Petty in there. Um, I think you're thinking of Zeppeli. I am thinking of Zeppeli. God and it, it was it's way different because so we never saw like Zeppeli talking to JoJo after he was dead. Oh, but we see. Like, you're fact, right. They have like a relationship. Yeah, right yeah. There. yeah. Occasionally, um, Yami Yugi will like talk to Yugi. I don't know if we see in, in any. Of these I, I do. It did happen briefly. Yeah, uh, and I was still confused because I didn't get any of the backstory. Yeah. Uh. Okay, uh, it I, it is still strange because his his friends are all tall, and he's high really short. And he's very short. And then the pharaoh takes over, and now he's the same size as them. Uh, I feel like he's still a little bit shorter than them. Okay, fair enough. I mean, pharaohs were like five foot two. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. all right, is he supposed to be in high school too? Yeah, you're supposed to be in high school. He's just and it's just unexplainably short. Just um, that's yeah, just it? I have notes on that. <laughs> Let me get him up. 
blah, blah, blah. Okay, so, um, the author, he played lots of, like, games and stuff as a kid, like, tabletop and shit. Um, and he said, according to the Wikipedia page, in a game, he considered the player to, be to become a hero. He decided to base Yu-Gi-Oh! The series around such games and used the idea as the premise. Yugi was a weak, childish boy who became a hero when he played games. Ah, perfect. So this is marketing right towards their target audience. Yes. Of like, you're a, a tiny, pathetic piece of shit, but you can rise to the exactly. adult level yes, through the means of so games. Yes, because you're so smart. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, boy. And this, this would have hit me like a laser if I if it had been accessible when Hell I was yeah. 12 or whatever. Oh, um, I want to talk about another thing. Yeah. Uh, um, I got a lot of preamble before so we're going to get to this. I know. Beat. Apparently, when it uh, the series premiered, uh, uh, par Japanese parents did not like it because it had, like, according to Wikipedia, dark storylines, leggy girls, and terrifying monsters. <laughs> and it was, like, marketed to the same kids that were had, like, Pokemon marketed to them. Right. Yeah. Yeah, there's a big difference between uh, Misty and Tia, right? Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, they're... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Misty show. I think Misty shows more skin than Tia. She does. That's true. But it's in more of like a kid innocent way. Yeah. Whereas uh, uh, Tia's just a banging hot. Yeah, uh, she's got friend. legs. <laughs> Misty. Um, well, you know, Misty also has a personality. It, that's true. It, we, we, I, we, I didn't get much Tia, but then again, uh, we skipped forty episodes, so I didn't yeah. know if there was some. Uh, um, for you, uh, Japanese sub watchers, he's talking about Anzu. Her name in Japanese I? is Anzu. Oh right, that's Did another you watch the thing. Dub? I was going to get to that. It was kind of a surprise. Uh, um, I watched the dub first, and I said, oh, this is great. Wait a minute. Uh, the other version was supposed to be different. So I signed up for Crunchyroll, and I watched the other version. So I watched both. Oh, damn, boy. That's how prepared I am. I, Hell I, yeah. Uh, and there are some fun, subtle differences oh, uh, between these that I, I can't wait to get to. Yes. You, the the dub uh, for kids is famously famous for, like, dumbing things down for little kids right uh, but there's a few more like nefariously marketable capitalism twists to it mm, uh which is kind wait. of funny um uh the other thing i if yeah uh, if i can bring up another topic yes uh i am and this started way back when i worked at gamestop when Yu-Gi-Oh first came out and and it was first like the first like card thing to like come out that was like kind of below me because i was too cool for school and so mm. little kids would ask for good parks and i was like yeah it's the new game whatever yeah. uh uh his hair I can't figure it out, and every time I look at it, it just doesn't process. And okay, so, so what um, I would like to do is I would like, I would like to act out getting his haircut, and you can walk me through what you're going to do. All right, all right. So you're Yugi. No, no, no. I'm Cody, oh, you're, and you're I'm going Cody. to. You want that Yugi hair? I'm going to to Courtney's Weeaboo Hair Salon. Okay. Hey, All Courtney. Right, sit down. Um, you're going to need your hair at least a foot long. Okay, let's pretend the hair is the correct length. All right, so I'm going to take. Uh, um, like the bang area of your head. Okay. And this is all like the same length, and I'm just gonna gel and straighten it until it's very like almost what would you call 45 degree angle like locks like they yeah Final Fantasy hair yeah they're like wavy but the waves aren't waves they're 45 degree angles and that's like a, a bleach blonde like yellow okay so we're gonna bleach the fuck out of my bangs yes and okay. the rest of That's it fun. is gonna be spiky and going like kind of back but also like almost it's flush flat on the back of your head okay so we're gonna we're gonna put a board on the back of my head and prop it up against there yeah yeah okay um 
And we're going to take the outer tips of that and just like make that like a mauve, like kind of a purpley red. So that that is actually color. Yeah. It's not lighting. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. But it's it, that would be so difficult to dye because it would have to go along the long side of the hair in some areas and the, yeah. be the tips in the other. Yeah. And if you were to just like put your hair down, take a shower, get out, and then try to restyle it, it would oh, be all not happening. Big fucking. Okay, so it is just a really complicated three color hair trick yeah. up. Wow. Yeah. When I was younger, I thought like his hair was the blonde part, and he just had like a piece of weird, like a yes. weird hat on his head. Exactly. Like I thought, like there's got to be more to this story. Yeah. Because yeah. I, it just, and then I was like, okay, the simplest explanation is he, he bleaches his bangs, and then like it's kind of a, a purpley black, but they show the lighting as showing the highlights. I mean, uh, maybe they do, but the highlights are so static. It's they hard are, to tell. and they don't change, and that lighting's not affecting anyone else, and so. Uh, yeah. All right. All right, good. Uh, uh, okay, here's uh, what I assume would be like $350 because that sounds like a lot of work. Oh, boy, it's a lot of work. <laughs> okay, oh. thank you. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so I watched both versions. Uh, and, and the dubbing voices were very satisfying, but the Japanese theme song is far oh, superior. Oh, it's fucking intense. It's like a punk uh happy yeah. poppy uh oh, guitar rock. Um, I wanna, there's a line in the uh, Japanese uh, opening that says, Game software is stacked in the corner. If I don't play them, will they become meaningless? <laughs> Gamer feels. Yeah. They really get into like the deeper thoughts of gaming. And I guess most of that was taken out of the English version anyway, because yeah. it's all it's just about dueling. In the, and it's in just, the do, do, yeah, do, it's duel. time to do, 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 duel. Do, 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 do. Your move. Oh, God, I fucking love Yu-Gi-Oh so much. I loved those leggy girls and dark undertones. <laughs> so did you grow up on the Children's CW one? Yes, yes, okay. I did. And then did you later watch the other one or just um, kind of I, I've only watched the um, original Japanese for this show. Okay. Oh, good. So it's so you have experience with both, and now you're, yeah. you're getting it. Awesome. Uh, okay. I think that cleared up most of the thing. I got the... Uh... One of the first porn things I consumed was uh, a fan fiction of someone's OC and Yugi having sex at a Halloween party. <laughs> I just thought I'd share that. What's an OC? Original character. Oh. Oh. Makes yeah. sense. And they were cool because they were like... Wait, was it Yami Yugi or was it Yugi Yugi? I think it was Yugi Yugi. Oh, jeez. I know. He looks like a fucking baby child. He's a whatever. baby. Whatever. Fanfic, you do whatever you want. You but... can do whatever you want. <laughs> and this OC was cool because they were goth. I'm like, fucking Taya, that prep. <laughs> yeah. It's God, Taya gets such a fucking short end. She's a, ba- she's a bad made character. <laughs> we'll get into it. So, let's get episode number one. We start with some fake-ass Egyptian history. Um, uh, we do in the Japanese version. Oh, what do we start with? In, in I the- don't think it's even there. I could be wrong, but I think it opens up them in school and then teaching him a card game. Okay, well, we're let's talk with fake-ass Egyptian history. I've covered it earlier. Yeah. So, um, these Egyptians... They're using shadow games to predict the future, and they have these Millennium items. Yeah, we talked about all this. Uh, and Yugi, he solved the Millennium Puzzle, so he gets a special power buddy guy. And that's that's cool for him. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway, the American children sc- can just catch up. <laughs> yeah, cut to school. Uh, um, Yugi and Joey, or Jonoichi, Ooh. I know, 
are playing Duel Monsters, a fun new card game. Uh, and also they're playing it on the fucking practice layout map. This is, you put your deck here and your graveyard oh, here. Oh, is that like 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 beginner map? Like, yeah, do, do you yeah, even yeah. use a map in the real? You, I'm going to have more. Uh, you can, card. but not if you know what the fuck you're doing. Right. It's just a grid of like two yeah. rows. And yeah. It's like when you get that those starter decks, it's going to have it in there. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. kind of nice, though, especially if there's like they a They did that with like Pokemon, thing. too. I you're believe. right. I yeah, think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, do they do that with magic? I feel like magic people are no. like, yeah, there, if, if you're playing magic, you know what the fuck is up. <laughs> no, when you're learning it, you definitely don't, but there's no, um, structure to where the cards have to be. Oh. And there's no limit to how many there can be. So there's no like easy grid or like, there's no like active Pokemon, you're right. So okay. it's like all your permanents are just kind of out there and then they're either like forward facing or sideways. Okay. Uh, and it's just big fucking mess after that. Yeah, I feel like Yu-Gi-Oh, um, the card game is magic with training wheels, maybe. <laughs> I There are some very key differences because I was trying to pick up the rules as the, and, and a lot of them were explained very clearly in the show, yeah. but other ones were not. Um, and I'm trying to jam this in. I guess a little background. I'd like, I'm curious to know how much, how many card games did you play and how much Yu-Gi-Oh did you play? Um, I played Pokemon. I played Yu-Gi-Oh a lot. I I fucking love Yu-Gi-Oh. My brother tried to teach me mag magic. I didn't like it as much. Yeah. See, magic, okay, so when I grew up, that was all we had, right? Yeah, we had yeah. magic for five years or 10 if you got in early or something. And then Pokemon came out. Oh, there was like a Star Wars and Star Trek games, oh, and those damn. sucked. Uh, there was a Marvel superhero one for a little yeah. while. It kind of sucked too. They just weren't good games. I remember uh, uh, these dudes in marching band would play the Marvel superhero. Yeah, one. Overpower or whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah, that is it. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a pretty shitty game though. Shout out to Devin, Dusty, and Chris from Valley Christian High School. What up, you guys? <laughs> God, um, Pokemon is a pretty decent game, uh, and then I didn't play uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, and then I, later, I've been playing the stupid online shit that I talked about oh, last yeah. week. So um, um, I feel, I you know what? I only played it once, and I I think I got like confused by having to tap shit. Yeah. What was so, the what was the mechanic behind that? The the idea is your cards are kind of like they have their ability or they're exhausted, and then they refresh every turn. So to remember if you've used this land for mana to like give it you a resource. Uh, you tap it. Or if this creature, if you attacks, you would tap it to say, okay, it's already attacked and it can't block the next turn. So there's a, there's a concept of like refreshed and exhausted. And the, and oh, the sideways okay. the sideways cards are useless. And then the, the right side up cards can defend or can, they're active. Okay. Um, yeah. No, I was just, I think I played as like, why, why isn't this fucking Yu-Gi-Oh? Let me just like <laughs> I defend mean, or attack. Yeah. And they're, they're, just because the newer games are simpler in some ways doesn't mean they're inferior. Yeah. It's, people didn't know what they were doing when they made Magic. And now it's just got a legacy and, and a bunch of old nerds keeping it alive. Yeah, yeah. And there's no reason to I, go back to it. I, um, according to this Wikipedia, when it was published, I don't think this is accurate, but it said it was currently the most popular card game in the world. Is Yu-Gi-Oh? Um, that's what the, this Wikipedia article is telling me. It, I believe it. I don't believe it. Well, I mean, magic is the longest, like the man hours spent playing magic probably is it. Yeah. But like as far, like the an influx of new kids watching a cartoon for 10 yeah. years. Well, Yu-Gi-Oh! hasn't been big for, oh, I guess they, they do keep on making spinoffs of it. Oh, has it been a few years since it's been like relevant? Uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I, I, what I loved about Yu-Gi-Oh! is that like as opposed to Pokemon, which is my main other experience, you didn't have to... I worry about like having energy shit. You don't have to do taps. You can just this this card is alive or dead. It's defending or attacking. Yeah, that was something I didn't notice. There's no resource system, is there? Like you just yeah. have a card in your hand, you can put it on the table. Yeah, there's something elegant about that, and that doesn't I mean, describe any other game. You there are some monsters you have to sacrifice one for. 
Right. There's there's some conditions sometimes, yeah, yeah, yeah. but there's no. But once it's on there, you can use it to its full capacity. Right. Whereas whereas magic, I guess because magic started it, you had, half your deck was useless cards, which were lands, in order to get the resources to play the other half of the deck. Yeah, yeah. And every other game, even Hearthstone, like while it's not cards in your deck, there is still a resource system yeah. that you're managing. And, and this game doesn't seem to even care. It's just like you got a dragon, I, man. Play your dragon. The thing that I love that I don't remember if there was a lot of in Magic is all the trap and magic cards, and you could just like pull one out there and totally fuck up your opponent for a few turns. Yeah. I don't know. Actually, you know what kind of upsets me is that in these three episodes, we never saw a trap card. And so we I, didn't see a trap I, card. I don't know what that means. Uh, the magic cards were just kind of like spells, and there, um, were mo- there was a ton of spells in magic. So oh God, was it to the extent that uh, magic cards were cool in Yu-Gi-Oh, that's all magic I, was. I want to say a trap card was... Um, you could put it down like it was a defense thing, like a, oh, like a monster was really is in a spell. defense, and then if you attacked it, you would activate that trap. Perfect. So yes. it's it's just a it's a spell in defense as opposed to yes. a monster. Yes, and defense. then there are also love some, it, love it. There are monster so the monster cards. Those are like your fighty guys, and some of them have effects, and we'll talk about this later. And you can also there are a lot of them that if you put it in defense and they get attacked, that'll activate their their effect. Right. So they they have like a trap. Uh, I guess I can. Uh, while we're talking I mean, about the rules here, so if something's in in de- you can play cards face up uh, in, a, in in attack mode, and they yeah. can play them face down in defense mode. So and your face up know in defense are. mode, there's not a lot of generally there's not a lot of bonus to having it face up in defense because then it's just like if as long as it's face down in defense, it's like a variable your opponent doesn't know. But I guess that was my question was if it's face down and they attack. Can you turn it over to full effect, or once is it somehow they, weaker in um, face down mode? I believe once they attack, either once they attack, then it's faced up, or if they attack and it's, well, you you'd have to prove it's more powerful to, yeah. So if it's face down, once they attack, then it is face up. Right, but it's not it's not lesser. Yeah, it's not in, lesser in down because I wasn't sure if like playing it. Lot, some games like when you play a card face down, it's like a generic token at that point and it's no longer the card that it is oh it, you're saying saying no it's just hidden and you reveal yeah, it. yeah yeah you reveal it All and right, then yeah. you'll see yeah cool I, um, that's a cool mechanic uh yeah. um anyway I'll, I'll i'll have more stupid uh card game concepts to talk about later uh uh but yeah i think that gets me the, yeah, the I basics think, i feel like Yu-Gi-Oh is pretty self-explanatory because all the cards like tell you what to do and that, that okay that is one of the, i know a lot of memes about Yu-Gi-Oh because it's compared to all the other games that i play and yeah. one of them uh or one of the the things that Yu-Gi-Oh gets ragged on for is giant walls of text on their cards oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. multiple paragraphs and like the worst magic cards had a little bit of that in like hearthstone and, and eternal or like the polar opposite where it's like they're afraid to like use two sentences on a card to like yeah. the detriment of the game uh but Wait, yeah what would the detriment of the game be yeah, see that's the thing is they want to make it so accessible you want to be able to play it on your phone and shit like that and so they want to make it like you know they'll they'll make a card misleading in order to explain it in four words as opposed to six words and it's very frustrating to people that actually like put time and money into it but it's like yeah. they want this game to like be yeah. for 12 year olds and for 70 year olds and for everyone on the bus and you know like i i feel like that's explaining things things fully right? makes it yeah but you only have to play it once to figure out how it works so yeah, that's yeah. their other argument is eventually you know what the card is and you just need a reminder of yeah, it, yeah. it mean it's 90 percent accurate it's just like it's a little unintuitive two cards that sound very similar have a very nuanced difference and until you get in that one situation yeah, games yeah. Anyway. anyway i got a lot of complaints about the hearthstone development team but they otherwise do a good job mixed <laughs> feelings uh okay so so uh, uh fucking let's get in this fucking y- show is is t- teaching joey and yeah, it's taking him hours a card game and jo- uh Taya oh. gives us some exposition on how the game will work we just went over that um oh we didn't talk about life points you have two thousand life points i think it's in the modern game been bumped up to eight thousand dang yeah not power bad. creep yeah um the monsters have attack and defense yeah uh, and whoever um is 
So you attack a monster, and I believe it's you just the different the damage yeah. you take is the difference between their attacks. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And unless so, it's in you, so when it's in attack mode, you are basing off the difference between your attack and their attack. If your card is in defense mode, it's the difference between your defense and their their attack. Right, and the remainder goes to the player, and the remainder is, goes uh, to their life. Usually, to your life in points. in these other games, is a special ability, but it's just normal in Yu Gi Oh. Uh, which I was surprised if you attack and then the defender has more defense as like a shield, it, refl- it hits the player yeah, that attacked. Yeah. So it's like you like reverse trample them, which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, but but okay. Uh, cool. Different rules. Uh, uh, Joey might be my favorite character, and it might be because Joey's it, a great character. His his dubbed voice is like the dumbest like uh, impression of a New Jersey guy. Yeah. He's just like, hey, Yu Gi over here. <laughs> um, did you ever watch Yu Gi Oh the abridged series? I know friends who watched that religiously, never watched any of Yu Gi Oh. What is the abridged series? Um, the abridged series is this is there are many, uh, abridged series of animes, oh. and this is the guy that started. His name is Lil Karibo. I believe he's in the UK. Um, and oh, he's like b- fan edits. Yeah, yeah. He's right. just like take the episodes and just like do these dumb voices for them, and, like. Hey, I'm Joey over here, and just like just short versions of all the shit that's happening. Oh, so he's overdubbing them and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, that's cute. And it's yeah, it was. It's I have fond memories. I don't know if it holds up. <laughs> I'll probably be ripping him off this whole episode because <laughs> Joey has a great take on almost everything that Hell happens. Hell yeah. Anyway, so they're playing this fucking game, and who hears them? Seto Kaiba. Kaiba. He's sitting by himself. He's also re- reading uh, the book. Thus spoke Zarathustra by Nietzsche. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I didn't see that. What a fucking it, idiot. It fits right in. And he's... Listen. Is he a student? Yeah, he's a student. Oh, okay. Um, I I feel like he's deaf waiting for someone to talk about dual monsters so he can say, like, oh, actually, I'm the <laughs> national champ. He reveals that later. <laughs> uh, um, Every sentence out of his mouth starts with, oh, actually. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, um, he's actually, for- dorks. <laughs> He's searching for a rare card. Yeah, he's searching for a rare card. And Yugi mentions his fa- his grandfather who owns a game shop has a rare card. And Kaiba thinks, I don't think it's possible. But could it be? That's called anxious thinking, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so, but maybe. <laughs> I I don't understand. But it, no, what was from last week? It was That doesn't make any sense, but I get it. Oh, what was that? <laughs> that was oh, what oh, Red Ranger from, said. Oh, um, from Tokyuger. That yeah. doesn't make any sense, but I get it. Yeah. Uh, oh, boy. So uh, we, go to the, we go to the grandpa's go card to, shop. Yeah, this grandpa, he's quirky. He's one of the, He's like a Professor Light-looking motherfucker. Yeah, he Short is. and stocky, like a dwarf. Except he has a bandana on. <laughs> yeah, he's cool. He has the same bangs as Yugi, but they're all gray and shit. No, nah, it's, yeah. Uh, he's probably, I mean, if you're, in, if you're a game loving child that is the coolest grandpa you could oh, ever fuck have yeah. to fucking own a game shop like, are you kidding hell me hell yeah uh, um and this uh grandpa he has his rare card is blue eyes white dragon which are actually like a dime a dozen because you could get them in the uh, Yu-Gi-Oh starter packs so it's like not that rare honestly oh my god but that's in the series it's like a conceit. big fucking deal oh my god um and there are four of them in the world only four yeah and then so they're talking about this and then kaiba enters Oh, do, oh do, my do. god. And we learn he's the heir to Kyber Corporation. Will be important. Uh, um, the, he, he's a rich kid, guys. There is nothing likable about him. He brings a suitcase. Of full cards. of Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Full of cards. This suitcase, <laughs> this is not the last suitcase of full of cards that you see. <laughs> I was thinking it was going to be full of money, and then it's like, no, it's just more cards. It's just more cards. Uh, and he wants to trade uh, for the Blue Eyes Red Dragon. And... Yeah, yeah. Oh, and um, he drops, again, this weird drops that, 
I have won the Duel Monsters National Champs before. Uh, based on the wording of that, that definitely means he's not the current champ. Ah, uh, you're right. You're yeah. right. Uh, Fuckhead. See right through his bullshit. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, and he wants the blue eyes. Uh, uh, and, but the grandpa says, no way, Jose. I got this from my, my bestie friend. <laughs> He's, yeah, he's emotionally attached to it. Uh, yeah. Here's the first difference between the English and the Japanese thing I noticed. The English version harps on the rarity of the card. It says, oh. I love this card even if it were a common. But the yeah. fact that it's super rare, it means it's obviously valuable. And they're saying yeah. that's not that. N- rare, card rarity never came up in the Japanese version, best I could tell. Oh. I mean, it was rare that there was four of them, but yeah. they weren't—they weren't like, oh, the com- the common cards are cheap. Fuck them! I like they—they they, they went out of their way to explain that yeah, in the English yeah. version multiple times. I think times. that is for kids making a show for kids. I'm like, we gotta repeat this shit. Well, it's also because they're buying the cards like immediately when the kids are watching in. in oh yeah, uh, you're right. America. They didn't have the—I don't know if Konami had the card game out when this. They probably did. Uh, there's a lot of like what I feel are decisions based solely on selling more cards to yeah. children. Oh, yeah. uh, not that that's all the whole thing anyway, yeah. but uh, for the American ones, I think they amped it up just a little bit. Um, anyway, this card is bonded with his heart. Heart, yeah. a word we're going to hear a lot. Heart of the cards. Kaiba storms off in his limousine. He's like, oh, cards have a heart? Absurd. Cards are power. <laughs> so we're two different types of irrationality going on here. <laughs> cards oh, are powerful if they're meaningful. Um, they're certainly not pieces of cardboard. Yeah. Uh, he challenges uh, Gramps to a duel. Yes. Uh, um, and Grandpa goes, and he gets his ass kicked, <laughs> um, physically and cardily. Did they really explain why he's beat the fuck up when they get um, there? They explain. Um, Kaiba says it's because it's probably because my virtual simulation system is too powerful. Now the virtual simulation system is like this weird platform. They get on risers, and it will like create. Uh, uh, it's like a, a holodeck. A, hol- a holodeck that yeah. like make the cards look real. Yeah. And the thing is, if if an old guy got fucking sent to the hospital because he used your system, yo Kaiba, that's a bad system. You can't market that. <laughs> um. Anyways, he maybe got him to sign a waiver beforehand. Maybe, probably. <laughs> anyways, so um, Yugi and friends get home from get to the game shop from school that day, and just so conveniently they get a call. Be like, hey, your grandpa's at Kaiba's place. <laughs> Pick him up, you dummy. Hey, Yugs, your gramps. We gotta go get him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> get there. Uh, I forgot he called him Yugs. I don't even know if he did. <laughs> I might watch the dub next time too. My, my version of Joey calls him Yugs all the time. I believe it does. Um. So uh, uh they they see Kaiba and he he's like, look, the card I want for your grandpa, the blue eyes, and he rips it up. Yeah. He, because you can only have three cards of the same kind in your deck. A detail only explained in the Japanese version. Oh, wow. Again, because I don't think they wanted to tell any of the American kids not to have more than three copies of a card. Good point. Uh, but Because when he did it, I was like, why wouldn't you just... like?" I was like, oh, you know what? I bet you can't have multiples when I was watching the English one oh, first. Yeah, yeah. And then later, he summons more than one. And yeah. I was like, what the fuck are you doing ripping the other one up? And then oh, later, yeah. when I watched the Japanese version, I was like... There we go. Three. Three is a weird number. It has a max. Oh, yeah. I was wondering what your thought on the mechanics of that was. Uh, it's almost, it, it has to do with how many cards are allowed in your deck at all or the, yeah. mi- the minimum number. So uh, Magic, that's typically 60, so you get four copies. In uh, uh, Hearthstone, it's 30, so you get two copies. It's like how consistent do you want your deck to be? If, if, I forget uh, if there's like a limit on the number of cards you can have in your deck. Well, you want it to be as little as possible. It's the, bo- oh, the really? lower amount. You can always throw it because you want – some cards are better than others, and some combos you want to come up – 
every time you play them. And so you want the largest percent chance to get the cards that you want. And so the more cards you throw in there, the less and less likely you're to draw any particular oh, card. Oh, I always just chose the coolest dudes. Yeah, no, and there there are fun formats with larger decks like the Magic, like Dragon Fighter ones, where you pay a hundred cards and you only have one of each, and so every game is like totally random, and that can be great. But as far as like if you're making like a well-oiled machine of a deck, mm. like you want you need consistency. And so a lot of times most of your cards will just draw other cards because you're looking for like those eight cards. That oh, you need to we win. get to this later. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I don't know how many cards you get in a Yu-Gi-Oh deck. Three seems like a strange number, uh, but whatever. I get it. Like that's how, I, that's how I, it works. I feel like it was a good amount of like lo- fairly large amount of cards. Forty seems. Forty, fifty, six, somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to say forty to sixty was right. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, yeah, that's current uh, gripe that my current game called Eternal is a seventy-five card deck, and it's really annoying to people trying to build combo decks because those combos are so rare to pull off because mm. there's so many fucking cards in your deck. Uh, but anyway, uh, so yeah, he tears that shit up and just throws it in front of them. And he's like, ah, ha, ha. Fuck you. It won't be used against me. Yeah. Uh, um. Uh. So, Grandpa gives you his deck and says. You can do it. Use my deck, boyo. And that's one of the. I only know so many memes, and they all were hit in this first episode, except for Trap Card. Uh, oh, my grandfather's yeah. deck, Blue Eyes White Dragon, the uh, uh, Exodia, the. the... Oh, we're gonna, we we're gonna tiptoe past another meme that is from the Bridge series. But... Okay. Uh, uh, and my grandpa's deck has no uh, whatever pathetic cards. My yeah it has no weak cards. <laughs> I don't know. Um. Um, anyway, so then he gets a pep talk. Yu-Gi-Oh is like, oh boy, oh boy. And he gets a pep talk from his friends. Tia uh, draws some shit on their hands. They, he draw, she draws a smiley face. Was it a smiley face? Yeah, it, I didn't get it when I first saw it either, but I, it is a smiley I, face. I watched it in two different languages. I couldn't tell what it was. Yeah, oh, so this is the the essential. Tia is a character in the manga. She's there to be a leggy girl. But what that means is as a character, she gets to only do the dumb shit. She like, gets to be like, friends is important or like she's a cheerleader and shit. she's a cheerleader yeah. and that oh, yeah. shown in manga it's made for boys so women characters are hollow shells but they're slamming hot does they're she not have hot. like one episode where she's forced to like play with the boys deck and like rises up they always do that shit too, oh right? yeah 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 she did yeah right okay so they got like her token like yeah she can do it but yeah but she never does it again so <laughs> she's a shit jeez uh, um they enter the virtual stadium yes! Yuki's gonna fight Kaiba here uh, um, um Kaiba says they'll be playing with his special rules. Never explained. <laughs> um, um Yugi shouts Yu-Gi-Oh and transforms into so why did they ever explain why there's a um explanation point on the end? Is it really the word O or is it part oh, of his name? Okay. Oh I'm tr- let me look at this Wikipedia page. I didn't even think about that. That was one of the things that struck me when I first encountered this thing uh, as a teenager was like, oh, th- that exclamation point is actually part of the name. It wasn't yeah. just excited children. Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh. Is O like maybe King O? Oh. Because o, o is King, so maybe it's Yu-Gi-Oh. It's like uh, Oedipus Rex. It's like a tag yeah, on the end. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Going classics. Do your name. Codio? Wait. <laughs> Cordio! Oh, I see. <laughs> your name? Cody? God damn it. Oh, you want me to do it like that? Yes! Codio! Okay, don't give up the end, though, but never mind. <laughs> we have we have two more episodes of this. I'll get it from you. Anyways. Oh, and then we get an eye catch. Same as Slam Dunk, same as Evangelion. Yeah. Uh, um, And they start the game. Uh... Oh, also, I want to point out, so these guys are like, they'll say, oh, um, 
blank blank uh oblate not uh what's the oblate espanol what uh obelisk the tormentor is another card it's oh, not used oh, here. okay uh, um they'll say uh uh i'm trying to think of a wing dragon guardian of the fortress actual name of a card it's too fucking long uh, uh um use blank blank then it's like an attack name like pokemon they don't have the cards don't have attack names. Oh, I was wondering about that. If that was like everything had a special ability, but no, no, that's no. just like that's their attack. They, yeah, no, they just they just attack. Yeah. So, um, it, it's again, it's a marketing thing to make it like Pokemon that was also popular then. Gotcha. Uh, so yeah, so Yugi plays Wing Dragon, and the Kaiba plays some other dude, and like, so this is another card game mechanic that's unique to this game relative to everything else. Uh, is that you can play a card and it can attack immediately. Yes. In almost every other game, like it needs to sit out there and be vulnerable for a turn. Yeah. So I don't think Pokemon's like that. You're right. Maybe not Pokemon. Pokemon's very different than these other ones. Like at least these, uh, like you can only have one Pokemon at a time, right? And so you. I throw think you on. can have one active. Don't you? It's been I, a long time. I thought you could have multiple po- Pokemon. You know what? You're the expert. I. Okay, but you so know this what? is more, more like Pokemon then. Yeah, I think it is more like Pokemon. Because again, when they were developing this game, Pokemon was the big thing in Japan. Right, okay. So does every, just based on that mechanic though, does every game start with someone plays down a monster? It can't do anything because there's nothing else on the board, right? Yeah. Or does it immediately attack the other person's I think face? immediately in that turn you can attack. Yes. So the first player that gets to go gets a free shot at the other player. Um, Maybe not in that case I yeah think. that seems weird and then well what i was getting to was the second player plays a card and that guy gets to take a cheap shot at the first monster immediately right yeah. but i guess since the defender can hit the other player maybe that's more fair that yeah. would seem extremely unfair in magic in in Hearthstone and in yeah. eternal right and so that's why it's like whoa like like that second player is just like i'm throwing this guy down killing your first guy immediately and i'm like oh shit like oh yeah you know what i if i recall correctly from at least I didn't have a lot of people to play the Yu-Gi-Oh card game with in IRL, but there they had video games I played. I remember being like, "Yeah, the beginning is just cheap shots." Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fair. That's. I feel like a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh is. If you're a person who likes fucking your friends up, you'll love Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> Alan would love it. Ha! <laughs> is that um, how you see? Him? That's why we. He he loves to do it in an improv. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um. Anyways. So, oh, we get a cameo from Kaiba's little brother, Mokuba. Yeah, he'll come up later, and apparently a lot has changed since then, but oh, now yeah. he's just a little kid uh, with big hair. We'll see him later. Uh, um, and so Kaiba uses a magic card with uh, um, another monster card, Sai the Clown. The Dark Clown. And this makes him like super powerful, and he's stealing shit, and then Yugi starts drawing shit. It, it there's always like one like card mechanic lesson they teach you per battle, and this one yeah. is that you can combine cards to make them stronger than they otherwise would be. Oh yeah, yeah so magic cards. Um, uh, um, and but he still believes in the strength of his grandpa's deck. Uh, uh, and then he calls him out. He's like, Kai, but do you believe in the power that your cards possess? And honestly, if anyone does Yugi, I mean, Kaiba does. You would think he'd have more. Kaiba's like for a, a prideful shithead. Of course he does. Yeah. Uh, um. Then he draws Dar- Dark Knight Guy. I'm going. I didn't know how far we we're gonna get into the game mechanics. Eh. He kills his clown, uh, but Kaiba gets the blue eyes then and starts fucking shit up. Right. The big deal was he plays the blue eyes right dragon. And he goes, "Oh my god!" Cause they didn't and, even know. And Kaiba's yeah. whole thing is uh, uh, based on blue eyes. That's his. Those are his babies. <laughs> That's his win condition. Exactly. And then bam, he plays the second one. I know. The tempo on this guy is crazy. Uh, Yugi can only stun them, but he has no plan. Yeah. Um, and then he gets a uh, um, voiceover from his grandpa that tells him that the deck is like a 
this deck is like a puzzle. He needs to put all the pieces together. Uh, um, you eat. Yeah. The deck's like a woman. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's like a Yoda ghost, too. Yeah. Like he's like a Piratora. I, I feel... So the, the strategy with this deck is there are five cards that create the card Exodia, and you have to get uh, right and left leg, uh, right and left arm, and the head. Yeah. And I feel like having to draw to get all five of those is a bad strategy. Yep. Because you could die really soon. Yeah. That's a staple of all these card games, though. There are really big, fun combos that are, like, not sustainable. You'll win only, like, 20, 30% of your yeah, games. Yeah. But when you do, it's fucking awesome. So it's, like, it, it's it has a place. Okay. There's, like, big wombo combos. I mean, that Exodia is the name of that. So, like, when uh, there are, are Hearthstone combos that are six cards and are ridiculous, but when you the game and one out of 20 times try to do it, you do it. Uh, they call that Exodia. Oh, that, this okay. is, like, the thing that everyone knows. But, yeah, you, you, you can't... I never had strategy. I was just like, oh, I'll get strongish cards and not as few, like, strong cards that I could play without having to sacrifice. Yeah. Yeah, I was just tempo. like, I was just like, uh, I'm gonna attack a lot and hopefully get some defense stuff. Sure. Yeah, combo decks are very specific and controlly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, that's the decks I usually like to play are, are mid range tempo, which are just like playing increasingly uh, good threats on curve. There's no curve in this game. Whatever. Uh, but play big stuff that works on its own. Yeah. It doesn't require other things. Yeah. To be Me good. A meat and potatoes, if you. Yeah. Will. Yes. Exactly. Um. Anyways. No one has ever accomplished this combo they set up. So this I, is the... they, one one time before someone has they. Oh. That's what that's what the that that's what the uh, Japanese said. Oh, I think the English one said no one's ever done oh, it. I don't know, but I should say that alone is evidence of this being a bad strat. <laughs> what percentage of times? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then um, so Yugi has a card face down. Kaiba destroys it. Uh, uh, he a third blue eyes white dragon. Yeah. So he's got all three. Yugi of them up draws there. his 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 second signature card next to Exodia, Dark Magician. <laughs> Is that his signature? I didn't get that. That's oh, cool. yeah. I mean, as the series goes on, it's like his buddy it's bud. It's a little babby. All right. Yeah. Uh, um, Kaiba draws his final blue eyes. Uh, uh, Mugi recently has one turn left, and guess what? He did it. <laughs> Everything. That's the heart of the cards, right? He, yeah, like, he was afraid to draw, it. but he believed in his friends in the heart of the cards. Uh, uh, don't lose faith, says Gramp. Yeah. Friendship symbol does something. My grandpa's deck has no pathetic cards, he says. And then, of course, he top decks the, the five, fifth easiest combo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My brother never loses, says Oh, uh, yeah. Mokuo's like, Kaiba. meh. And, and Joey's like, hey. <laughs> and uh, um, Kaiba gets mind crushed. Yeah, there's some sort of telekinesis going on. Like, I don't know what magic powers Yugi has because yeah. of that pendant. Uh, um, and uh, Grandpa wakes up, and we get... Um, Flash forward to a character we, we are not going to get to see, but his name is Maximilian Pegasus, Mr. and he's Pegasus. the best. <laughs> he is the most flamboyant character I've ever seen in anime, and I love... That might be not true, but I love him. He's like the conspiratory, like, smoking man figure, yeah. at least set up here. And also, like, the super gay villain. Oh, okay. That's... Yeah, they, they didn't explore that here. Yeah. Oh, awesome. yeah. Oh, yeah. He's <laughs> he's so fun. So when they're at Duelist, uh, the, the, arc, the arc that is the first one is Duelist Kingdom, where you have to go to this island, and it, a bunch of duelists are there, and they're just out in the wild dueling each other um, for, like, a week or so, and you have to, like, get enough star chips from, like, beating people to get to the to the castle. It's like Fire Island, but with Yeah, Chris. yes, <laughs> and um, Pegasus is waiting in the castle, and they'll show him, like, sitting at the end of this long, fancy-ass table, just eating, like, a, a cheese 
and reading a comic book and <laughs> drinking wine. And that's that dude. <laughs> Amazing. He's fucking great. So we, we're going to skip to episode 41. Is it, then it seems because they're in the castle at the beginning of this. That's the end of that yes. whole arc. So we're going to have the episodes. Duelist Kingdom leftovers. Uh, so what happened is Mokuba uh, and Grandpa, they both got sealed by Pegasus. He has a Millennium item, the Millennium Eye. You can ah. seal people's away and stuff. And he was defeated. So they're back to normal. Uh, Kaiba went to Duelist Kingdom to save his brother. Um, he fucked up because he's a bad guy. <laughs> but don't worry, Yugi and friends saved everyone. Um, there's a white-haired kid named Bakura, and he has another Millennium item, uh, the Millennium Ring, and it possesses him. But the guy who possesses him is is like super creepy evil. Um, there's, a, there's a bunch of characters thrown at me at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. And Joey was competing to get prize money for a sister who would go blind. <laughs> I know. It, this be, this be, starts off with some servant uh, doling out prizes. Oh, because they just, Yeah, and it's just like, you get this, you get that, you get this, and then it's like, and finally the prize money goes to Joey, uh, and he's like, I can finally clear my sister of blindness. And I was like, oh, shit, the stakes were so high. Like, this There's is crazy. so many stakes. Uh, uh, also, I want to point out the, the name of this episode uh, uh, is... is the girl from America, yeah, uh, or it's the Wrath of Rebecca. At which point, I realized completely washed out of any of the American episodes was any mention that this place takes place in Japan and that America is a different place. Oh. And I think it's to the illusion that the whole thing could be taking place anywhere in America. Oh, uh, speaking of in America, another huge meme from Yugi the Bridge character is a character named Bandit Keith, who's like this blonde, tough guy. They refer to him later, but I've never seen. Yeah, him. and he has like an American bandana and he's just obnoxious. Uh, and the meme is just like. Uh, we play card games, blah, 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 in America. And you just repeat that. Ah, uh, you can't do this to me in America. I see. He's Freedom 101 guy. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's very fun. Internet memes. <laughs> Anyways, listen, if you're me in junior high, that'll fucking kill you. <laughs> um anyways oh i want to point out so this is um before we've seen uh kaiba in his school uniform but now we get to see him in his street clothes which is like a blue suit and a uh like a tealy dark dark teal suit and a navy long coat and i said oh kaiba is where i got my love of long coats nice that's doing yeah. something for you that's hell good. yeah they yeah. they kind of made up with them like they have respect now oh so yeah yeah he's no longer like the big bad guy the the one thing that kaiba holds dear is well his blue eyes but also his <laughs> little brother and they saved him so they're he's like fuck fine yeah. you're good yeah he makes some mention that yeah, like, he hey, still we'll, hates yugi but we'll we'll duel later but for now you know yeah, i'll walk yeah. off in the sunset um anyways so they go to Everyone's fine now. Grandpa's no longer fucked up. See, I didn't know he was like paralyzed because of the millennium something. I thought this was from the very first episode. Oh, and yeah, that no. 40 episodes of recovery later. Oh, no, no, no. I was like, that's... Pegasus um, <laughs> locked his mind to the Shadow Realm. Jesus Christ. I okay. know. Okay, so that makes sense. Not just because of Kaiba's shitty system. Yeah. Um, hologram uh, scared So, scared Grandpa, Yugi, and friends go to the game shop, and someone is waiting for them. It's a 12-year-old girl from America. <laughs> it's Rebecca. Yes, and she it's uses... Rebecca. Rebecca. Was that her voice? No. <laughs> <laughs> she just sounds like a whiny little, like, six-year-old. Yeah. Um, she uses English, and she does not know basic phrases. Like, she'll say, I am Rebecca. But then she'll be like, and you stole my card, and blah, 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 and I'm the American champ, and, like, perfect Japanese. Oh, I see. I didn't I didn't catch that. I, I think I kind of tune out the voices a lot when I'm reading subtitles. Yeah. Uh, it's like she that's skipped cute. That's cute, English though. level one and got straight to three. She took three, four, and five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. 
Uh, um, and she says, God damn! All the time. God damn! Really? I didn't catch that. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty hardcore. That's definitely not in the English version. Yeah. Um, so she is the U.S. champ, and uh, the Blue Eyes was uh, the American super rare car and card, and she says she wants it back. And that grandpa stole it, and yes. she's here for it. And oh, and she has a teddy bear, and she talks with it. Yeah, and she'll like a cube, like Meh. she'll like do his voice. Yeah, like, yeah. Have conversations. Like, Rebecca, you're so great at card games. <laughs> uh, um, so, oh, and her source for him having stolen it is the aforementioned Bandit Keith. Yeah, yeah, that's where it comes yeah. up. Bandit Keith told me that he's an American, so I know him. Yeah. I go to the meetings. It makes yeah, sense. they're on the circuit. <laughs> you see the same people. Um. Anyway, so they go to the duelist ring, Kaiba Land, uh, and Mokuba <laughs> tries to high status and like, oh, well, I guess I can let you in. Like, you didn't just save my ass. Yeah, he's okay. like, I suppose. Twelve year old. <laughs> uh, uh, um. Anyways, so they're playing. Yugi's playing with his grandpa in his grandpa's place because grandpa just got out of the hospital. Also, last time I played in one of the virtual simulation systems, he had to go to the hospital. All right. It's not a good idea. Bad for, idea. Uh, guys, like, come on. You got to hang up the boots eventually. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, so they, they get right into the fight. So the fight and the, the stakes are Blue Eyes, White Dragon. Uh, it's not clear what Yugi wins if he wins. Um, I think he just clears his grandpa's name and gets yeah. this awful girl to, lead, to like, go <laughs> get away. Get the fuck away from us. Yeah, that's fair. Um. Anyway, they sound a bunch of shit. Nothing really crazy happens. Um, yeah. Um, her basic strategy yeah. is to play cards that allow her to search her deck for like ones that she wants and reshuffle. Tutors. Yes. And then, uh, oh, she uh, plays the Millennium Shield. That's not a Millennium item. It's just like a <laughs> card. It's a poser. Yeah, it's a poser. She plays it face down defense mode. And that's where we see the, um, if you have a stronger defense, it'll bounce it'll back. Bounce, yeah, which was crazy yeah. to me. Uh, and then, oh, and she uses the Ring of Magnetism magic card to, like, draw all the attacks to that card. Yeah, taunt. Yes, I love... See, this is the way you can fuck your shit up. Yeah. So oh. these are... And, and it, the thing that, that... I mean, and I get that this is plot purposes. Yugi has clearly no idea what any of these things do until it yes. fucks them. And that's yes. usually when a card... I mean, unless you play it face down, that makes sense. But, like, when a card is revealed, both players kind of have knowledge of what's going on. Yeah. I'm not I, sure if that's true in Yu-Gi-Oh!, but eventually you know all the cards, right? Yeah. And if Yugi's I mean, supposed to be like this, there's a lot of fucking cards. That's true, and they all have walls of text, so it probably takes longer in Yu Gi Oh yeah, yeah, to know yeah. them all. But you can at least like stop and be like, "Hey, why don't you tell me what that card does before like I just attack some random asshole yeah, and yeah. do it?" <laughs> uh, so her her overarching strategy that is part of the plot though is that she's playing graveyard deck. She's playing yes. decks where, uh, where the purpose is all of her cards are going to die, and then they're going to somehow help her later. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, oh, and Grandpa notices that her dueling style is just like his old friend Arthur Hopkins. <laughs> And she reveals that she is his granddaughter, and she's here for vengeance. Yeah. Well, it takes a while, but yeah, she oh, gets yeah. there. Um, he kept... had some flashbacks. They were archaeologists, and they were studying Egypt shit, uh, because as we've learned, that's where the basis of this card game, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, um, so they, they kind of go back and forth, and the big reveal, oh, yeah. Oh, uh, um, I just want to say there's a part where they cut to the outside of Kaibaland, and apparently this match is being broadcasted. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, which makes sense if you happen to have the American champ and the guy who just won this, this yeah. like huge tournament right. playing just like out of nowhere, and she you're at out. this like theme park for card games. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah, it's a big boxing match. That's why when when she wanted to fight Grandpa for it, and Yugi's like, "I'll do it." She's like, "Great, we'll have like a a real ass national okay, yeah. fight." Um, uh, anyway, so, uh, Grandpa tries to explain his friendship with Arthur to Rebecca. Um, so Grandpa loved cards, and so he went to Egypt to look for cards, because that's where lots of rare cards are. <laughs> 
And what you have to realize, Cody, is that is the base reality of Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> it is taken for granted that ancient Egypt is where we get all these cards from. Wow. Even though they're made, like, in Japan or somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know uh, JoJo ends up doing a lot of Egypt shit, which I'm excited to get to sometime in my life. Uh, oh, so, but since oh you know only... what? That's worth mentioning because um, the guy who wrote this said one of his main influences was JoJo. Really? Yeah, because um, not in Phantom Blood, but as we move forward and get to stance and stuff, a lot of the fights are about like, oh, my 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 guy has this ability and has these rules, and oh, wow. their guy has these rules, and so I have to like logic my way out of this shit. Oh my god, you're making me love JoJo more. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> uh um. Anyways. So what, where what is okay? So this this begs the question then is what? There's only four blue eyes white dragon. Is there? Where did these cards actually come from? Are they excavated? Is there um, a company that so makes them? So the explain um, in in the anime. The, yeah, okay. In the, in the, in real life, this guy wrote a thing and they made up cards. Konami did a g- great job. Konami. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Printing press. Yeah. Uh, way to be owned by the Yakuza. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, uh, in the series, it's explained that uh, Maximilian Pegasus went to. He's like this oh. rich guy who is kind of like. He was an adult, but in mentally always a child, mm. and he loved games. Big game. And so he went, yeah. <laughs> um, and he went to um, Egypt, and he like discovered the Millennium Eye and all this shit. And he created. Oh, I think he made he made the card game based on the monsters and stuff. Sure. From there, so he first. controls the means of production. Yes, he's ah. the guy who created the series in this game, and also he um has like unlocked the power of the card games with the Millennium items. Right. So if he wanted, he could print more Blue Eyes White Dragons, but yes, he chooses he not to. to. He chooses not to. Right. Cool. Okay. he's a fucking maniac. <laughs> he's a monster. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know what? Um, there's a great, there's a Yu-Gi-Oh movie, um, and there's a great time in it where like he wakes up, he makes a cameo, and he wakes up from a nightmare, and it's like, oh, that's the last time I have a red wine spritzer before bed. And it cuts to him outside the pool, and the guy's like, here's a white wine spritzer, sir. Jesus, they're really staring into that. Huh? I love it. <laughs> uh, um. Anyways, so um, he met Arthur, who was a heretic in the archaeological world. This is episode forty-two. Yeah, the ties of friendship. Oh yeah, yeah. We're talking about those friendship ties. Um, and he's a heretic because he discovered the connection between games and Egyptian yeah. doing stuff. He was laughed out of his Egyptology. Yeah, uh, yeah. He discovered the fake Egyptian history that we heard about in episode one. Uh, um, first off, it wouldn't be scientists. They said scientists laughed at him. It'd be historians. Second off, um, is there a, if it, I guess there's a science history. I guess there's a science archaeology too, digging I, there's up a science things. Too. But you're right. Like you're, the, the knowledge you gain from it isn't yeah, a science. The, the main yeah, point okay. is History is super political, and people ignore shit all the time. <laughs> I feel like it's hard to get laughed out of shit if, like, I mean, I feel no matter what you discover, there, especially in that region, there'll be some extremist group who's all on board with you. I mean, none of this is any more crazy than what Ben Carson believes, right? Exactly. And that guy is head of housing and human development. Hell yeah. Or, or, or development. Um, uh, human development. Anyways, uh, so Mumble. so yeah, they they read the hieroglyphics. This is a fun difference. Uh, the hieroglyphics uh, they represent the cards, but they there's a word that you keep seeing over oh, and yeah. over and over again in Japan. It's game, game, just game, which is such a generic like yeah. it, like Go is four million years old. Like there's always been games. Yeah, in English it's duel, so it's at least uh, a little closer to the thing. Is just duel, 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 duel monsters. Uh, 
Anyway, that, and then there's some but throwaway that, line. Okay, but you're translating from hieroglyphics. Right. It's not even like a letter system. So it's a fish on a boat with a reed. Yeah, and, yeah. The the meaning of whatever you're calling dual can be so different and so much. Ugh. Fuck. Don't f- f- uh, linguistic shame me. I'm gonna get Tony on the phone. He's gonna say I'm right because he's a man. Oh, we <laughs> talk about that dude way too much. You're right. He gave him a hard time, but this time I felt like I took it away. I'm not saying we give him too hard of a time. I'm saying we talk about him too much. All right. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Agree to disagree. Andrew agrees with me. He does. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, fuck. Uh, so they're doing all this. They're in the um, ruins. They're looking at the shit. Oh, no, there's a cave in. And they get stuck. And they only had water for one. Um, <laughs> and Arthur says, hey, let's play a duel uh, with these card games to take our mind off it. Yep. And then Grandpa says, hey, whoever wins gets the water, which is that's the proposition of a shark. <laughs> One guy's like, we sh- we're bored, and the other like, one's like, life you're just or death. some like old archaeology dude. I am a f- own a fucking game shop. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'll win. Yeah, um, I mean, uh, later it'll be the opposite. Right yeah. now, like that was such yeah. a dick move. Um, but Rebecca ain't having this explanation. We get no, on liar, with liar, the liar. game. Uh, um, and- he plays one of my favorite monsters uh, that we've seen which is the catapult turtle oh catapult turtle which uh sacrifices dudes to do slightly less damage uh which is just a great fun mechanic because you yeah. can just picture the turtle just catapulting dead bodies over at uh i love that's what i like about a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh. you could just like say catapult and be done with it but it's like catapult let's put it on a turtle guys yeah. it's already a siege weapon it yeah. fits in and Who it's cares? like come on uh um Blizzard does that great with Hearthstone too. Is they go out of their way to be cute and fun with yeah. everything, and it's it's a great vibe to it. Because I I get tired of the the super serious fantasy shit all the mm. time. It's just like yeah, I get it. it's a different dragon. It's a worm. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I I love my pop culture uh, dumb humor <laughs> in my card games. Oh oh, we don't get um. Pegasus has this card called Tune Land or something, and it makes like yeah, you get to like use cartoon versions of your cards, and oh. they're like it gives them some power up or something. Playing enchantment, but okay. they're like there's like a cartoon version of Dark Magician and stuff. Oh, cute! So like standards, like they have a cartoon version you card of. I, yeah, cute. I said I explained that three times. No, it's <laughs> Blizzard does that. They do uh, uh kind of jokey versions of cards that already exist. So oh there's, yeah. There's Ragnaros, the Fire Lord, which is a classic uh, World of Warcraft character, and he says, "Die insect," and he throws fireballs around. Yeah. So uh, they later made a card called Ragnaros, the Light Lord, which was the kind of blessed version of him, and he says, "Live insect," and he throws heals around. <laughs> and it's like a joke thing. It wouldn't. It would insult all the World of Warcraft players yeah. uh, for that to be real. But in the card game, they're like, "Eh, let's just have a fun version." Uh um. I, Pokemon does this thing where like they'll have like different versions of oh that's them, right uh, based on like whatever series like they have a tropical series or uh, a Team Rocket series and they'll have like different artwork and it's so cool yeah I remember having two Pikachu's I barely I probably have like a hundred Pokemon yeah, yeah. so almost none I, I remember think it's having usually the ones. same HP but they'll definitely have different attacks yeah <gasps> this birthday might Pikachu what birthday Pikachu if it's your birthday you get a special attack. Oh, cute. Yeah. Uh, so that birthday hat Pokemon Go Pikachu is it uh, grounded in some yeah, yeah. lore. Excellent. Oh, oh, there's um you get a birthday, you get a special some attack. Some Pokemon has um an attack called Maika, which is oh, well it's okay, I guess. Where you'd flip a coin and try to do like a huge attack, and if it doesn't land right, you just you have to say, Oh, well that's okay, I guess. It it forces you to like be a good sport. It forces you to be like, oh, I didn't matter to me. And then there's another one that like um to do the card, the attack, you have to say the name of the person you like, and they say, Oh, it could be a celebrity or something else. 
But I just think it's cute. It's like, they're like, who do you like? Head. It's truth or dare. That's like, oh my god, they can. Make- that's how I love. I feel like that's a very Nintendo like thinking about like, what would a situation come up with? A cute situation or a game would be like, what if you're playing the the gal you like? And it's like, oh, <laughs> who really do you cute. like? <laughs> I hope there are some like playground sticklers that are like, no, fuck you. you <laughs> tell me who you like or you don't do 40 damage to yeah. Bulbasaur right now. Yeah, oh my god. If you want to pump someone for playground info, damn. Pokemon's the way to do you it. You just have like a gossip deck like it never wins. Oh it my god. out of people. A card game that like also was designed to facilitate like personal drama. Oh man. That would be so good. That'd be a fun thing to do at the bar after show. Apologize. <laughs> oh, oh, you know what? Uh, my friend has a game called uh, Group Therapy, which was definitely made for people who are, like, in prison and shit. Oh, my God. You have to, like, talk about what's a situation where you felt like you didn't have control. Or, like, if you were mad at someone, how would you express that anger in a constructive way? And then, um, based on what you do, everyone in the group can vote uh, uh, um, faking or buy it or something like that like do they believe you were sincere about that or were you not actually okay i was about to ask where's the fun and now i see it yes that's that's a good one i like yeah that i might ask them if i can get that because that'd be fun as shit <laughs> uh, oh boy uh, um anyways uh swear we got the cabal oh. turtle uh we, we didn't see the first board clear which uh i was wondering because uh dude playing uh three the last game this is, a, this is a big concept in most games that I play. Uh, if your opponent's got garbage out there or nothing, yeah. and you got two blue eyes white dragons, you know what you shouldn't do? What? Play a third blue eyes white dragon. Because on the event that he can like kill all your shit at once yeah. with a board wipe or a board clear or a sweeper or whatever you oh, want to call oh, it, yeah. um, then you're fucked. So Rebecca you gotta... uses uh, um, she's got Judgment one. Bomber. Yeah, she, sac- she discards like, her whole damn hand, and it kills. It blows up the whole board. And, and then she summons her, her little bait. Oh, you know what I love about Rebecca? She calls all of her monsters cute, including Shadow Ghoul, which is like this weird... Yeah. lizardy froggy thing with eyes all over Monster it and shit. hair and she's like this is my cutest one it's just it reminded me of you saying that the fourth angel was fourth adorable angel and he's great. some sort of toxic max sludge monster he's not a creature. sludge monster he just has hunched shoulders well he's made out of like black tar or something I maybe that skin that. i it what we didn't get a lot of close-ups autopsies yeah. i suppose whatever if that's your sticking point i just mean that like it's i'm just saying she has good taste and cute yeah i i, I saw her in you there yeah american girl oh uh. man she was uh, um so and so shadow ghoul it is an effect card and what it does it gets 100 more attack points for each um monster card in your graveyard yeah this confuses joey he's like oh 11 times 100 i can't do the accent anymore <laughs> Hey, Hughes, what's that? And like fucking Tia's like, oh, you goddamn idiot. 1,100. Uh, uh, um, and then Yugi chastises her. It's like, oh, you're sacrificing all of your monsters. That's so callous. And Yugi, you dumb fuck, it's called a strategy. Yeah, he takes issue. He he has a moral problem yeah. with a graveyard Guess deck. who is doing something purposely? Rebecca. Guess who's just like playing whatever cards they get? Like, mm, yeah. I wonder what will happen fucking yugi right yeah his his strategy he doesn't even know the decks he's playing half the time he yeah. doesn't know his end game uh she's everything's a well oiled machine with her and yeah n- that's also a an archetype of people that play games card games or even any competitive games is seeing some strategies as uh 
cheap or or dishonest or like black hat or whatever you want to so call dumb. it. Yeah, and it's like you know if we all agree to the reasons. Like you know? if it your whole strategy hinges on like interpreting uh, the effect of a card in a one way that is like kind of eh, maybe sure. if it's not if the rules are fuzzy. That's, but if that's you can, if it's possible in the game, guess what? It's possible in the game, and the game is balanced around that existing and being yeah. strong. Right? So. It's like um. I get it more with, like, fighting games. There's frustrating versus not frustrating. Yeah, because with fighting games, you are able to work around it less. I feel like, at least with card games, you, because of the fact that you're interpreting it and you're playing the game, there's, like, more... Sure. You have more, like, uh, control over what is happening. Yeah, it's a game with versus a sport. A lot of times with fighting games, it's just like, what percentage damage does this do, and how fast can they, they go with the frames, and blah, 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 blah. Right, and maybe they, like, hit one button, and you have to hit, like, 14 perfectly to yeah, stop yeah. it, right? And so you have to wait difference. for, like, fucking people to fucking fix that shit. <laughs> so his- oh, oh, can I take a minute out? Um, yeah. So recently, um, in Street Fighter, Chun-Li got what we called nerfed. Uh, she got. She got. She you got, didn't. You didn't warn me this was gonna come up. This is like. I a, know it's really painful for you. I but haven't I was, played in months. Oh my god, you baby. Are I'm, you okay? That's my controller is collecting dust. I. I I've been I, busy. I've been keeping busy with I, other I, things. Last time I heard, you said you were trying out Cami. How's that going? It was not true. I did not try out Cami. Oh. How dare you? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I was trying out um, Mika, Mika, and then she got Mika. destroyed. And oh my god! There's a new character called Colleen, and she's got a kick-ass uh, theme song and abilities. I'm but gonna she's look her up right now because that sounds cool. Got a Lupe Fiasco trailer, which was a really good song, which I downloaded and been listening to. Is she an Irish lady? No, she's Russian. Name. Pleasure to meet. That's not a Russian name. Colleen, K-O-L-I-N. Oh, oh, I was thinking C-O-L-L-E-N. Yeah, yeah. So but like she, the Joanna Newsom song. Ah, okay. Uh, she's got uh, uh, lightning fists, and I was like, hey, Chan's oh, got lightning legs. She, they're ice fists, but whatever, it's the same idea. Uh, but it's a super high execution character, and that's my problem with the game is that the hours of practice you need, uh, mm. I don't have right now. And so I can't play a hard character. And Chan was already one of the hardest characters, but she was super strong, and so it kind of balanced out. I played her poorly to an okay level. Oh, Colleen. She's the one with the 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 curls. Yeah, it depends on her hairstyle. There's her classic hairstyle has this weird like like she's a top fan. bubble thing, but yeah. like that's from three. That's an old, really old. She she's been around for a while. She was um not. As... I don't know if you know that. Wait, she was a she was a background character in Street Fighter Three, and then she was in this game. Um, so... is the lady on my? Nope, that is uh. That's Karen. Karen. She's British. Yeah. She no no she... she's not she's Japanese. Uh. What the fuck? Right. She's part of the oh I want to say Yakuza but that's the wrong. She's part of the Kazumi family or whatever. She's part of a rich. She's the rich uh, uh asshole. Why is she blonde? I don't know. I mean, uh, Armika's Japanese too. Well, I guess I can see a a, a wrestler lady dyeing her hair blonde more than like a um a rich person. Right. Like, I could be I, wrong. I feel about like it, but... in you know. You're you're the Japanese version of a waspy person, and you probably like dyeing your hair is below me. Oh, uh, okay. I believe she's Japanese, but yeah, that's her whole thing. And the best thing about uh, Karen uh, is that when she sticks her super, uh, as you're like recoiling and like the, the cinematics over, she like looks up towards the camera and she goes, "Oh, ho, 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 oh, ho, yes, oh, uh, the Ojo's on my laugh." Is that what that is, yeah. or what is? Oh! It? Yeah, so there's really fun tournament moments where there's like a room full of like a thousand people, and like since you have ten seconds of of like animation, I can't see that from here. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's her. Oh, um, she's pretty. 
Yeah, another blonde, just what we needed. Uh, but she's she's also the most modestly modestly dressed by far. Oh she's yeah, she's got four costumes, and none of them are like horribly embarrassing. Whereas other people have four costumes, and none of them are like appropriate. Mm. Uh, Mika, uh, that's Mika all over. Uh, no, her swimsuit is a full jumper. It's got really, oh, okay. it's got it's got short shorts, but uh, it's it's actually uh, uh that her her swimsuit is their most modest costume, which nice. is saying something else. Uh, uh, but anyway, uh. uh why did you bring up Chun Li? Why did um, you why why did you hurt me? We were like talking this? about nerfing. Uh, for card games. We were oh, talking yeah. about like card games. Uh, sometimes oh, like like people similar to that. People it's like, oh, you're using that character. That that that's cheap because right. they're they're like super. And Chun was definitely cheap, but she was so hard. And then now she's she's hard and and okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I'll move on. There's three or four more new characters coming out this year. Maybe I'll use one of those. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, I just I don't want to play a dude. I don't um, know. do they have? Um, I always like the African lady with the kicks. Um, Elena. Elena was uh, late to four, but she was so OP that people were really sick of her by the end. And so um, she's not in five. And every character scheduled to come out this year is not a previously playable character. Oh. So earliest we could see her is next year. Oh. Uh, she was cool because she had a heal, which is something that's very rare in these games, oh, like dang. Wolverine or whatever. But it's so annoying when it's like she chisels you down defensively and then like gains half her health back and you're like, fuck. Uh, but yeah, uh, and she was very chun similar character because mm. she had very long limbs and good normals with uh, kind of bad specials. And um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Street Fighter, guys. Street uh, Fighter! Wish I had time to play it more. Um, anyways, where the fuck were we? Oh, God, notes. Uh, 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 um, anyways, yeah, Rebecca's like, yeah, winning at all costs. I, I do anything to win at all costs, which honestly, guess what? This is a fucking game. That's the point. <laughs> Whereas he's like, no, he, she doesn't know the heart of the cards. Which is, Oh, I wanted to point out the, this idea of the heart of the cards is very steeped in Shintoism. Really? Well, the idea of Shintoism is like everything has like a soul and stuff. Like, like, oh, this rock has the the, the spirit of this rock or the spirit of this tree. That makes sense. And you got to respect it and stuff. There's kind of two angles to this this concept they're talking about. There's that each card is like its its own thing that you need to respect and is like a real Mm -hmm. living creature in some way. And then there's the, I need to draw the perfect card right now. And so you believe in the heart and the cards. Help me out, baby. Top deck that shit and then win. Um, And that's usually how it's used as a meme or a concept in every other game is yeah. it's like, Oh, there's one card in my deck that wins right now. And every, well, and, uh, every other card I could draw would lose. <laughs> That's a heart of the cards or whatever. And so when you see that, it's really yeah. exciting, uh, but it isn't so much like I care about these, uh, things. Um, but anyway, that's their that's their spiritual difference, I guess. Is that she's still yeah. like means to an end, and he's like they're all special little Pokemon, special little babies. Uh, uh, um. So, anyways, you use uh, summons his guy again, Black Magician, and it gets uh destroyed pretty fast. Um. Yeah, he's just chump blocking. That's the yeah. other thing about this game is like if a creature is stronger, if their creature is stronger than anything that you got, it's just gonna like be taking them down every turn, right? Yeah. And there's you really there's no way to change the momentum. Yeah. Until you get something that's strong enough. And then the worst is when the thing you get that's strong enough, you have to sacrifice something for, and you can't like because you can't get anything to stick. Yeah, wow, so frustrating. That feel the momentum of that seems so incredible because in games like, um, in games like Hearthstone, your creatures don't regenerate their hit points. Mm -hmm. So if that guy just takes down a weak guy, he'll be weaker next turn. So eventually, you'll chip him down. That's where you gotta bring out a trap card or defense card. I see. You need a trick. That's you need a trick. Right, and then uh, in Magic, classically in Internal, and all the games that rip that off. 
um, you don't get to decide who you're attacking. You just say I'm attacking, and so the other player can choose not to block, and then can later get three or four little dudes and have them all team up on a big guy. Oh, okay. And that's how you swing the battle back. When I saw this, I was like, "Holy oh, fuck!" Like, if you have blue as a dragon, and like the other guy doesn't have a card in his deck that's that good, like, what do you even do? And I guess yeah, the answer is these traps and these, these yeah, tricks yeah. And things. So, is uh, there is there like an equivalent to trap and magic cards? And uh... um, so I got out of magic before like a million new concepts came up. There was eventually the idea that you play a card face down and then you reveal it later uh, to full effect. Um, but in- inherent to magic are spells that can be cast instantly mm. during your opponent's turn. And so as long as you have untapped mana or untapped lands or some way of generating the resources necessary to cast that spell, there's always a threat. And so even if you don't have a counter spell, you might leave two islands untapped because that's a threat. Your opponent could say, oh, one of his cards could be counter spell, so I can't play my big spell right now because it could be countered, right? And so yeah. there's this kind of bluff mechanic, uh, which is kind of cool. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I so. think I never got into magic because there's no there was no cartoon to explain it to me. <laughs> and so all this much like J- just a bunch of beardo uh, creepy dudes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just the game shop. Um. Anyways. <laughs> uh, oh God. boy. Uh, oh, so um, Yugi uses Swords of Light again, like he uh, did in episode three turns number- done. It's like we need time to figure this yeah. shit out. And card. Rebecca just like passes her turns, and honestly, girl, maybe try to do something. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how close she was to winning, but this was kind of my earlier thing. Is like if there's always a fear of a board wipe and you are in a completely dominant position on the board, you kind of should save some cards while they're safe in your hand. But maybe yeah. this isn't a concept in Yu-Gi-Oh! Because she was just drawing a card and passing, right? I think this is not a concept when you have to write a storyline. <laughs> You're right. She could be a little more proactive. Yeah, yeah. Yugi passed a few times too. It wasn't really yeah. super explained. Oh, uh, um, oh, and she says "muda muda muda." Does she really? Yes! I didn't. What? I didn't catch that. She totally says "muda muda muda." Oh, uh, I've been listening to some uh, remixed music, and there's one great one, and I, I don't remember what it was uh, mixed with, but there's just runs of "muda muda 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 muda," and I was just like, "Yay! I understand." What does it actually it translate to? I just, useless, useless, useless. Okay, I had forgotten that. I just knew the the. Or um, I knew what it felt like. Another one is Hinzaku Hinzaku Weakling. Weakling, weakling. weakling. Yeah. Uh, Yikes. Um, and they're so satisfying to string together, though. Oh, so good. Uh, um. And anyways, Yugi's friends are on the side and they're like, "Oh, what card is Yugi waiting for?" And before he uh, uh draws his card. He surrenders. Yeah, and and there was a flashback to Grandpa doing that too, because this game is mirroring a game yes, that he's playing. He's, he surrendered to give Arthur the water, and then guess who shows up? Up out of literally nowhere, <laughs> Arthur. Arthur, he's got a. Why passport. is he there? Why does his granddaughter not know he's there? Well, his granddaughter's globetrotting, and he's got to like be a responsible adult. I don't know. He does just show up. It seems like they would have ran into each other, going <laughs> from the same place probably to the same specific uh a city in japan i mean maybe he was just going to like like the gas station across the street and he saw on the big tv oh, it's like oh hey that's my fucking granddaughter playing dang. maybe i'll i'll walk in anyway he, he's some colonel sanders looking motherfucker white suit uh and uh yeah. well he's american <laughs> naturally i suppose um and uh he reveals the card you was about to play would have released five cards from hers and his grave so he would have gotten Dark Magician back and weakened. Uh, uh, Taking down that ghoul. Take that that ghoul. And Yugi surrendered. He says Yugi surrendered because he is kind and wanted to save her heart from corruption. Huh. Yeah. You know the corruption of winning a game. Yeah. Care more about winning and losing. In the American version, it was to show her the heart of the cards. The, the phrase heart of cards comes up in the American version about 10 more times. All the time. Uh, yeah. Compared heart to the cards. Heart of cards. Heart of cards. Uh, and then, yeah. Then they reveal, yeah, Gramps did this earlier to it's save his like, life. 
and 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 he explains and this is the moral of the story is if you're playing a graveyard deck you need to respect the sacrifice yeah. of those cards going to those graveyards how did she not how would you show respect just like thank you cardies that's just a little it's a little things you know you know little things like little tap on it like little emotional thank you uh i wouldn't have helped her but there you go <laughs> uh anyways also oh, he... what are the odds that this game went exactly the same way as the one in there uh but I mean, whatever if you're playing with the same decks and you only have one strategy for each deck but then... it was like turn one turn two turn three were like the same yeah turns. that's insane it's okay um anyways um oh so we saw earlier uh one of yugi's prizes for uh winning duelist kingdom was a special card called called the ties of friendship yeah and he gives it to rebecca yeah. and cody did you notice there's zero text on that card. Yeah. He gave her a completely useless fucking card. <laughs> and you know, it does not exist in the real TCG. It is made up. And even there, I have to assume there's no attack, no defense. It is useless. It, there might be another card that says, if you have the ties of friendship, oh. summon green eyes, white wombat or something. Oh, man. Uh, there's another minor point here is they, they needlessly bring up rarity in the American version because it says... Uh, uh, Arthur, he's like, you valued the blue eyes white dragon card because he 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 really values that the the card was ripped. And Arthur's like, it's okay, you you kept it and you saved it, even though it was useless because uh, you you care about me and that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, but in the American version, it was like you valued this card not for its rarity, but for the value in the French. So it's like they yeah. they keep harping on that. They're saying, hey kids, don't. Don't just go to the game shop and save your money to get that one really nice card. Yeah. Get the packs. Get the uh -huh. packs. You can love your shitters. You know? Yeah, love They're your cool shitters. too. Uh, uh, and then, yeah, it ends on the grandpas are going to duel. Yeah. Uh, cliffhanger. Uh, oh, boy. Um, God, we talked about so much nerd ass shit. <laughs> if you're listening to a podcast about Yu Gi Oh!, you're kind of signing up for that. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. This was fun and light. It was uh, fun. It was it, fast. Yeah, it was. It was really fast. I, I watched it twice. It was so fast. Uh, I'm glad I finally I feel more informed about the other stupid things I waste time on now. So yeah. I'm a better nerd person. I, mean, I, I guess. Uh, so um, things to plug. Um, in a few weeks. Uh, how many weeks from now? About two, two and, and a half. So just after this comes out. Um, I'm gonna get a date, Cody. You vamp. It's the uh, it's the April Fool's weekend, uh, March 31st, April 1st. Uh, oh, April Fool's! We could just say April 1st. The it's the three, yeah, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, sketch show at the Black Cat Theater in uh, the American Improv Theater on McAvoy Street in San Jose. Yeah, uh, it, we um, wrote some shit. Courtney's acting in some shit. Um, uh, March 31st, April 1st, and April 2nd at. March 31st is at 9 p.m. The other two at 8 p.m. Um, 2017 in Office Space Odyssey. Uh, head writer Alan Katz. Future friend of the show, Alan Katz. Directed by... Producer, wait, producer <laughs> Alan Katz? What do we call him? He's producer... Uh, yeah. I'd Does he that. want his name in this shit? I don't know. Care. Kaylin was weird about it last time. Yeah, but she's always scared of him. Uh, it's directed by Carolyn Janice, friend of the show. Yeah. And next friend of the show. Uh, Hell yeah. First repeat friend of the show. Hell yeah. And it also stars uh, Tony Savala and Andrew uh, DeLeon. DeLeon. De De uh, um, friends of the show. Hell yeah. And, and Lizzie Nolan will probably be around one weekend and, and want to buy you a beer. Definitely. <laughs> so I think that rounds out all of our friends, right? Unless I'm forgetting something. Yeah, oh, I mean, Joe will be around too. Yeah, Joe. He better see this shit. He writes for a different sketch show and we try to, yeah, to pretend that that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, I didn't know that. Yeah, he writes for Rough House. 
the other the other sketch show at the same theater uh. with people who I love and 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 a big fan of. So. Um, but but fuck them. This is the one I wrote. So. Nah. Uh, oh, and Cody was our. Um, you were our head writer, head charging of like getting the group together, and you did a very good job. Oh, thank you. I mean, yeah. we'll see in two and a half weeks how good of a job I did. But <laughs> I also provide the water during practice. Oh yeah, a vital resource. A vital six dollars two weeks resource. All right. Yes. Uh, so that's a big deal. I guess that's gonna eventually stress us out as we continue to produce these things. Uh, anything else to plug? <laughs> um, I mean, we're better friends. We're always better friends. We, we are better friends. Yeah, I, I, I. You I, let me talk about Chun Li. Like that's a that's yeah, a huge no, gift. No problem, Cody. And I'm uh, super psyched for this haircut. Oh my god, it's gonna rock the whole planet. All the socks. Hell yeah! <laughs> All right. Um. Oh, you know what? Uh. So. So guys. So friends. Um, you're really dropping the ball on me. I'm not, we're not getting these iTunes reviews. And it's so weird because I told you I would serenade you and I don't see what you wouldn't love about that. I mean, we basically have an album at this point. I know. Classic hits. Hell yeah. Um, so in, in, uh, uh replacing in that, I've decided what we're going to do is take, uh, um, the most far flung, uh, place that i can find on the soundcloud list of who's listening to us and uh have have some fun with that so the most uh, far-flung place uh in this week someone in Christchurch, new zealand Christchurch uh, has what listened to three tracks nice wow yeah as they would say full on, <laughs> full on. yeah oh yeah full on mitt i, I, I think don't... it's mitt or mitt 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 they don't say rise of blades they don't. They I don't, don't have a starter phrase oh, for New Zealand. Oh, rise of blades. No, I'm just I'm just being more quiet, but still Australian. <laughs> I see. They're the subtle. Uh, yeah. They're the Irish to the Scottish that is Australia. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so I guess let's just talk. Uh, uh, um. Christ Church, Christ sakes, <laughs> how long have you been living there? Do you like it? Do you wanna move? I assume it's a small town, but maybe that's me being a dick because I'm American. I don't know. But anyways, thanks for listening to our show. Way to go. You're so cool. You got things to do, probably. But you listen to our show while you do it. And also... You've listened to only three. There's so much more. You can do it. I ran out of words to rhyme and I'm building up. I'm running out of time. New Zealand. New Zealand. I Born. heard they filmed The Hobbit there. What? I heard they filmed The Hobbit there. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, Shout out to um, Worst Idea of All Time and Boners of the Heart. And uh, the male gaze. These are all podcasts based in New Zealand. Oh. Little Empire. That's the podcast network there. Cool. Hey guys, what up? Uh, you're not gonna hear this, but way to go. <laughs> they you. will if they join the uh, Baria Entrepreneurs. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, invest. <laughs> Don't ask me. Just invest. <laughs> um. Anyways, I've been Courtney Magleby. I've been Cody Robson. Uh, and you've been our friends. For an hour. Or more. More. 
definitely more. We're on the more side this week. It's cool. It's free. Yeah, we're all consistently on the more side. <laughs> uh, anyways, goodbye, JoJo. Goodbye, JoJo. Hey everyone, want to thank you so much for listening and also really quickly want to credit Kevin McLeod for our music, Delightful D. I hope it was delightful, everyone. Also, if we're so lucky as to have this on iTunes, please rate and review. I assume you listen to other podcasts, so you should know it helps a lot. And if you don't, it helps a lot. I love you so much.